0: well hello 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 i assume that if you're here you too are right on the verge welcome back to your take is excrement the show where we're talking about the sigma male uh films experience the sigma male experience this is why i say you too must be on the edge because today we're talking about falling down i'm may Lietz. i i'm 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 neo and, and when was the last time you fell down, May? <coughs> uh, earlier today. Earlier today? Yeah, I'm an idiot. I fell down and I hurt myself. Excellent. Yeah. I the last time I fell down was was I had
1: uh, had a had a, a weird ass dream and threw myself out of bed and ate shit.
0: No, oh. I thought you were gonna say you fell down the right wing pipeline and I was gonna be like, no, 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 let me talk you out of it. No, that's too clever and and I have brain rot. Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm so uh today's episode is
1: sponsored by whomst oh it is sponsored by machine age productions and rpg hashtag i hunt and and ambient dream studios and at the etsy store more on both later in the episode
0: now that's what i'm fucking talking about yeah
1: it is look at that see look we're on top
0: of things no more rambling for us yeah no we, no, we we're very clear and concise podcasters. Yes. we don't we don't fuck anything up at any point.
1: Listen, you get a little Smirnoff Ice Pink Lemonade in me, and I am I, I am love that as, you're
0: drinking at three as odd, p.m. as on. Listen, I got off of work. Yeah, I know. Also, the podcast like upload times have been sporadic because like work has been devouring well, everyone's life. And I'm
1: just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna call it as it is. I think I think a lot of the fans like this experience as for the May part of it. And I'm gonna throw May under the bus and say, uh, what? Well, <laughs> the reason that we're doing this a little bit late is because she's released like 14 fucking videos in the last
0: three days. Oh, that's true. And and everybody's been busy. So yeah, and I've been moving books and also rehearsing for a show. Um. I guess if you're hearing this and you're in the Denver area, I have a show on Friday, uh, which is six seventeen, right, at a uh, Hoochie Hotel, a place that does not have an address yet. So, <laughs> uh, good luck. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know where I'm going. Listen, so. listen, listen to the esoteric spirits, and, and they will, they will guide you. on On the morning of, uh, if you'll send me a message on Twitter or Instagram, I'll send you the address. Because uh, I'll Cons- have it by
1: then. Consult your local shaman. Yeah, consult your sleep paralysis they will,
0: they will divine it through, yeah. through heavy use of, of ayahuasca. Exactly. Also, fluids is sold out again uh, for the fifth time. Uh, I, think, I think there's 1,250 copies in publication now. Hell yeah. just fucking insane. Uh, but anyway, okay. Uh, let's talk about falling down uh, right quick. Real quick? On the podcast all right. today. So, all right. So Falling Down is like everybody's dad's favorite movie because it's about a guy who's like pretty much uh, failed to live up to his social script or his social script failed him and therefore decides to go on a shooting rampage. But he barely even decides to go on a shooting rampage. It's more just like a shooting rampage happens to him. No, I th- and I think it's directed he definitely, by Joel
1: Schumacher. I think he definitely decides. I think there's multiple moments where where he makes the conscious choice to do violence with firearms. Um, but I don't think he thinks he has a choice. So, what's going to be interesting about this particular episode of the podcast is I, I think more so than any other movie, May and I uh, disagree on, on, on the movie. Uh... So, so look forward to that as we as we insert the the battlefield of ideological differences about a dumb boomer movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. I uh it's such a dumb boomer movie, but also like okay, so, this is very much a 90s Sigma male movie. Yeah. You know, like, American Psycho is something that people still give a shit about right now, but we wanted to go, we wanted to dig deeper. We didn't want to just go straight to, like, Drive or Fight Club or some shit like that. We wanted to go, like, okay, well, what's, like, a Sigma male movie that represents the values, is fairly well-liked by certain groups of people, um, but completely is way more nuanced and complicated than anybody is willing to think about it. Right. So, that's how we landed, <laughs> yeah, well, here, and I think the other
1: old Sigma Mill movie that we uh we're gonna need to watch is Taxi driver,
0: oh yeah, see that I feel like uh that's very similar, um. Good old old, uh, Uh, Marty. Good old Marty's take on on Sigma males. Well, like, yeah, everybody's got somebody. Okay, so the video that's going around, somebody was talking about it's literally me movies, uh, which is how they refer to Sigma male movies. And basically, that's I'm a. Like, okay, understand this is an assumption. If I'm a Sigma male, then I think Patrick Bateman is literally me. Yeah. If, and that is terrifying. What if, are you talking if about? If you like, think
1: Patrick Bateman, any Ryan Gosling character, uh defense yo, defense from taxi driver. Yo, did not, you not see defense defense from falling down the taxi driver. Yes,
0: but did you see Ryan Gosling as kin? Did I, you see the I picture? I did
1: and he looks
0: fucking great.
1: Listen, my my <laughs> my take still stands. If you if you see yourself as as as, as, as that Ryan Gosling, go see a therapist. <laughs> like, go to your therapist, sit down and say, yeah, I deeply relate with, uh, with Ryan Gosling. And they'll know what
0: to do. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. And so there's this movie called Lars and the Real Girl, which is really good. We should watch it for this season, actually, because it's a Sigma male movie for sure. But it's about Ryan Gosling. Uh, he's a little overweight in the movie, which is supposed to be like a joke, which is very strange. Anyway, he falls in love with a sex doll uh, and and he doesn't understand that she's a sex doll, I guess for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And everyone around knows it's a sex doll, but knows that he's too wholesome to fuck the sex doll. So they're just like, yeah, I guess that's his girlfriend.
1: I uh, I just saw that episode of Always Sunny. Oh yeah. Yeah, where they really get a sex doll, of
0: Dennis. Oh okay very similar mm-hmm. uh, um but but my point I don't remember why I was I'm saying that this 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 quote unquote literally me but it's actually the most horrifying behavior imaginable yeah is uh is the is what I would define as a Sigma male movie it's like somebody who like sees themselves empathetically in a character that does things that are so like ethically and morally reprehensible because they are not analyzing how it's criticizing people that are like that. Right. So falling down is like very much that an example of that. Yes. While also weirdly being kind of an endorsement of it. It's, it's a vague thing. Right. But it's, it's ultimately a movie where the literally me character just kind of does a big rampage shooting Doesn't realize he's the villain, Mm -hmm. and then accepts his villainy at some point. Right. Um. So, so this is the this is the thing about it being like your dad's favorite movie or everybody's dad's favorite movie because it's like very literally a a, a movie about a man who's not gonna take it anymore. Right. Well, even from his damn kids and his damn wife. His
1: his his cause is is that. Everything was really great in the 50s and everything sucks now so everybody's going to go back to the way it was in the 50s or by god I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. Is the enti- is the movie. So like it starts with he's in traffic and he has like a meltdown. Although, and to be honest, I deeply related to his have a meltdown scene in traffic. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, it's, it's just he's in traffic and he has like an ADHD overload meltdown and he gets out of his car and he's like, I'm going home. And he just starts
0: walking home. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> I don't think I want to do society anymore. But, yeah. it, and and well, the movie, this is where the movie starts to deviate because it's like everything, including minorities, are uh, preventing him from getting home. Is right. Is the bit. Um, and so you're like, Okay, yikes. Anyway, but the, the the main point, the thing I think we need to talk about before we even get started here is that this is from famed director of Lost Boys and Batman and Robin Joel Schumacher, the gayest man in history who I'm pretty sure at some point in his career said uh, that he really, really enjoyed being an old guy in Hollywood who made a lot of movies because he pretty much could get dick whenever he wanted it. Uh, <laughs> even in his old age. He is no longer with us, but what a king... Joel Schumacher probably was. He might have been a bastard. I have no fucking idea. All I know is he directed 8mm, and that movie uh, fucking rules. Uh, also, Nick Cage fucking rules. But anyway, I I actually rather like Joel Schumacher. Um, I think he's kind of interesting. Was Batman Robin the one with uh,
1: uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes, it
0: was. The Clooney one. The... I still
1: need you.
0: Well, it's just like... He, I think I think what Joel Schumacher said about that was he was attempting to do something very like '50s Batman with yeah. it, and no, people, he succeeded. <laughs> and people just didn't understand. And I think that there's like a fairness in that, but also like I, the, the the thing that I don't think anybody really investigated, or maybe they have, is that that is gay Batman and that's why it's fucking awesome cuz it's gay batman guys and no one cares. No one watches Batman and Robin and goes, "Wow, yes." But I do. I don't think anyone watches it period. Uh, true. I don't <laughs> think anybody's really really trying to watch it. I don't think it. anyone's um, seen
1: it in 20 years. Yeah, except for
0: the the pun compilations. Yeah. Uh, um so but but Falling Down, right? Okay, you haven't seen The Lost Boys, but no. The Lost Boys is, like, very homoerotic vampire boys movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman and Robin, very homoerotic superhero boys movie. Uh-huh. Um, falling Down is, like... The straightest movie of all well, time. But, but it's not, though. It's not... That's the weird thing. It's, like, it's got this, like... On its face, straightness. It's like Michael Douglas, right? Right. You know, uh, carrying a briefcase, shooting mm-hmm. people. But, you know, I, I think about like John Waters, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> John Waters would make falling down. He would, he would make a movie exactly like this. What would,
1: what would Divine do? And John no, 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 John no. no. He down. would
0: literally make it almost exactly like this. He would just grab a random, very straight-laced dude and be like, and then he went on a rampage. and just started shooting everybody, no. <laughs> and I can just see Joel Schumacher like with glee going. Yeah, because like <laughs> when Joel Schumacher is like, I want to kill society, he's complaining about that as a gay man. Uh-huh. When the script is complaining about it and when the movie is complaining about it, it's contr- it complaining about it as like a cis dad straight guy. Right. Um, whose, whose complaints are that like the line at McDonald's. You know, or he can't get breakfast at McDonald's for some reason.
1: Uh, when it's when it's like five minutes after they stop serving it, or, right? But or this so is do, so does our, our eighty five cents instead of fifty cents,
0: right? But understand that this is such a gay thing. I imagine you know shooting a bunch of people at a McDonald's because you didn't get your fucking ten thirty breakfast is so gay. It's just the gayest thing. <laughs> so like. Uh, it's so petty, is my uh-huh. point. It's so fucking petty. So, like, a lot of the stuff in this movie is very much, like, petty. Right. It's like, but that's how it criticizes him. Uh-huh. It's criticizing Michael Douglas's character by being, like, he is set off by petty bullshit. But if you're a dad Sigma male guy who's, like, in his 50s, hates his ex-wife and, like, hates his job, you're watching the movie, seeing this petty stuff and going... Yeah! Why don't they give me breakfast at 10.30? And then you're finding yourself agreeing with the gay man who's criticizing you. Right. And and then a decade passes, and the reputation that the movie continues to have is that it's really, really cis and straight. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, now, I'm not saying that it's a good movie. I'm saying that it's complicated and a lot more nuanced than I think anyone is willing to give it credit for on either side of the issue. Well, so to just to to, to kind of go through the plot. Yeah, of Yeah, we need to more. summarize the movie.
1: Um, so the movie starts with him having a freak out and in like just being like, I'm gonna go home. I'm going home. Uh, and then he uh, is well, so he wants to call his ex-wife because he wants to coordinate going to his daughter's birthday party. Um, so he goes to like uh, uh, like a corner store and wants to get change. The cashier, who's like a Korean dude, is like, No, I say like, I can't give you change, you have to buy something. So he goes to buy a soda, and he's like, It's uh eighty-five cents. And Michael Douglas, or his character defense, proceeds to have a colossal fucking meltdown, beats the shit out of the Korean dude, destroys the store, and and is like, How much is the soda? And he's like, It's fifty cents, dude. And he's like, Ah, right answer. And then he like Takes four fifty from the cash register and walks out with the soda, right. Um, so then he goes and sits on on a pile of graffiti rocks, where a couple uh, Latino dudes are like, "Hey, uh, can you leave? Like, you shouldn't be here." Yeah, and he proceeds to berate them until they they're like, "All right, dude. are okay. Well, since you're being a prick, like, fucking give us give us your briefcase." And he takes a bat he stole from the Korean dude and beats the shit out of the Latino dudes. Um, Then he goes to call his ex-wife, who is like, "It's like, do not under any circumstances come to the house. Like, don't do it. We've talked about this. Like, you can't come to the house." Um, And at that moment, the the Latino dudes have a drive-by, trying to kill him. They miss him. It, they fuck it up and they crash the car. He goes, steals their duffel bag full of full of automatic weapons. Um. And I think it's at, at that point is when he goes to McDonald's.
0: Yeah, with the bag of weapons. With the bag of weapons,
1: <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, I want this breakfast menu." And they're like, "We can't serve you breakfast, sir. It's 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 like we stopped serving breakfast at 1030. He like looks at his watch, and it's like ten forty. And so he proceeds to have the biggest Karen moment, where he pulls out a Tech-9, like, starts waving it around, and as everyone's trying to leave the restaurant, he holds them at gunpoint, he's like, no, no, sit back down! Like, you're still eating! I'm getting justice for all of us! Like, this is, this, this is oppressing all of us! Sit
0: down! Like, I'm on your side! Sit down or I'll shoot you! Well, and that seems to be the vibe, right? It's it's hey, I'm on your side. Stop complaining about my authoritarian you, yeah. like mentality. I'm on your side. If you, if, I'm if, not the villain. Points you, gun at if, person. I, I'm on your side,
1: and if you disagree with me, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Um. So anyway, he holds up a McDonald's and makes them give him the breakfast thing. And then when he gets it, he opens it up and goes on a diatribe about how it doesn't look like the advertisements, and, and how like this is society failing and collapsing and, and the moral failings of false advertising, while he's still holding up a McDonald's. Um, so then, oh, there's also this, this whole other side, like plot where there's this like cop and it's his last day in the force and he's totally gonna gonna die because it's his last day and he's about to retire but he has a, he hates his wife and she's she's overbearing but it's she's a character that is like she's written to be the worst so she's written in the most misogynistic way possible yeah where the character is just all the like really misogynistic wife stereotypes Right. So when we talk about this character, we're not ascribing well, <laughs> this to her. The director is like, "I'm going to see." This make- is
0: where nuance enters, right? Because like yeah. Joel, Joel Schumacher also has that weird gay man misogyny thing going on, and has for the majority of his career, uh, in in different spurts. So I feel like it it uh, embodies itself very badly here. <laughs> yeah, it's like the. <laughs> never mind. Uh, it's gonna
1: make a really bad joke. But, oh.
0: Uh, okay. Now everyone wants to know what the joke was. Well, I'll take it
1: with with me to my grave. Okay. Um. So uh. So the cop is starting to figure out what's going on, uh, and he's like starting to like draw a line. So he's figuring out like where he's going. So anyway, so then uh, defense goes and oh, his like his shoes have a hole in it for the whole movie. And he's like trying to put like newspaper in the hole and shit. Right. But so he goes to the military surplus store where the clerk, uh, is both trying to sell him shoes and screaming slurs at, uh, two gay dudes in the store (laughs) until Mm -hmm. he drives them out. Uh, he, so then defense is like trying on his new pair of boots. The cops come in and the guy who owns the store, like hides defense from the cops yes and when defense is like why'd you do that he's like we're on the same side dude and he like takes him down to the basement and he, it turns, out, it this turns guy's, out he's a nazi he's a nazi and he's like he's like yeah fuck the cops dude like 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 sick sick hell or whatever and defense goes on this diatribe where he's like i'm not a fucking
0: nazi like fuck nazis you are pathetic nazis are pathetic scum basically dad going i my grandpa fought the nazis well, so and the nazis like but what's the difference between us and he's like i'm an american
1: god damn it um uh, he, he also goes on this whole diatribe where he's like he's like nazis are bad because they restrict freedom of speech and that is my biggest ideological problem with the nazis is they told people what not to say uh like right after this dude is like I have a can of like xylon gas. I wonder how many insert juice slurs this killed. Oh yeah. And it's like and so it's like defense's biggest ideological problem with the Nazi like like being hyped about Jews killed in gas chambers is that the Nazi is that Nazis are against free to, free speech. Mm-hmm. Like he like 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 he, he's not he's not ideologically opposed because of the genocide, he's ideologically opposed. Because, because Nazis are anti-American. Yeah. So, uh, the Nazi almost rapes him. Uh. Yeah. He then executes the Nazi. Puts on military fatigues. Uh, oh, I missed. I missed the scene where he, like, a homeless dude, is trying to like get money from him, and he's just like, and it's also like a really. It's kind of like anti-homeless scene. Very like American Psycho. Yeah. I just can't
0: relate to you.
1: Well, but it, I don't know. I, I feel like it's even like like so homeless dude's like, hey, I just need some like gas money to get home, and he's like, he's like, all right, where's your driver's license if if you need gas money to get home? Where's your car? Yeah. And he's like, oh, ah, yeah, come on, spare spare some money for a homeless vet. And he's like, he's like, all right, where'd you serve? And he's like, nom. And it's it's pretty heavily implied that defense was in nom.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and so. And he's like, he's like, bullshit! You're not you you, you weren't fucking nom, dude. And so anyway, so then the he ends up like the homeless guy is like, it's like, all right, all right, just just give me, give me, it's like, give me one of your briefcases because he has like the briefcase and a bag full of guns. And and he's like, you know what? Okay. And he hands him his like briefcase that he's been carrying around this whole time. Yeah. And the homeless guy opens it and it's like a sandwich and an apple. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> um, Good uh, shit. Anyway, but so so he hates the homeless because the homeless are annoying to him.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. Just to, it's a very
1: LA opinion. Just just to, to summarize all of his all, all of his views through these interactions, he hates traffic because because it's it's inconveniencing him. It's
0: annoying in him. and inconvenient. Yeah. He
1: he hates. He he goes off on the Korean dude. Uh, one because he's Asian and, and doesn't speak English very well. And two, because he sees him as the symbol of what's causing inflation. So he's really fucking pissed off about inflation. Um, the, the homeless guy is, is a nuisance to him. The homeless guy is talking to him when he doesn't want to be talked to. The Latino guys are, are telling him where he can or cannot be. And the Nazis trying to oppress his freedom of speech.
0: Of, or or like politicize his actions. Yes. Tell, tell him that he's an ideology when he isn't one. Yes. So it's like... Where he's like, I'm not right-wing, I'm an American. Well, I mean, you've literally watched a million right-wing commentators do the, hey, hey, I'm sick of people calling me a Nazi. I'm not a Nazi. I just enter white nationalist Inter Enter, enter
1: uh, the Pink Floyd bit where he's like, Yes, here's all the people I want to line up and
0: shoot. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm not a Nazi, I just want to shoot Jews. It's right. Like, and That's 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 not that's, that's not good, dude. That's, that's well, and, not ideal. And so throughout the entire movie, like Michael Douglas is killing minorities. So I guess it's fair for a Nazi to well, be like, "Yo, are you on my side, my but dude?" he doesn't he hasn't killed anyone or, yet. Right. Well, I the mean, first it's less killing. It's Nazi. more just like being attacks. aggressive, attacking, being violent ways. Right.
1: Well, but then there's there's the weirdest scene in the movie, and I don't, and and it's the one scene I don't fucking get, where he's like he's like walking on the beach, and there's this black dude who is who has a picket sign, and he's picketing about how like the bank denied him a loan. Oh yeah. And then fucking what? The, the cops come to arrest him. And defense is like watching this happen, and he's like getting upset about it. And he like looks in his bag full of guns, and he's like, "Should I stop this?" And as the black guy is being drugged away by the cops, he's like, "Hey, remember me?" Defense is like, "I will." Yeah. So, so I think, and so my best interpretation of that, of that bit, is he legitimately. Honestly, thinks that he is is a champion for the minority, for the people, for the minority. Like, like, he thinks that because because his he thinks of himself as like the American dad. You know, he is he is peak American, right? Um, and it's about at this point in the movie where we find out like he 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 was a nom, he got a nom, he built missiles for the for the military, right? He, de- he like designed missiles. Then he got laid off, um, and and he, he had this moment of like of like of like I did everything I was supposed to. I joined the army. I worked. I I, I worked for the government, and here I am
0: without a job and no prospect. I followed prospects. the script. Yeah, and it got me nowhere. So I'm going
1: to, I'm going to destroy
0: like, the society that gave me the wrong script. I would like to
1: declare a righteous jihad against society. Yeah. Um. So that's, so, so, so so then he like, he's like still running to his house to, 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 and as, as, as this goes on, you find out how he's been abusive to his wife and kid and like, and the wife and kid are terrified of him and they're trying to like stay safe while they know, like, like the unhinged gunman of a father is bearing down on them. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then like the next, the next person he goes to or the next person the next next thing he interacts with is he is he <laughs> he's like running through a golf course and they 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 the the old boomers golfing like hit a golf ball at him and he's like and he flips out because he is walking through the golf course and they 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 hit a golf ball at him and he goes on this tie ride about how um how, you know, it's like, we should just use this for, like, for housing. Like, it's like, where the fuck do you get all this land? And then one of them has, like, a heart attack. And he, like, shoots their golf cart. And the guy's having, like, a heart attack. And he's like, my meds. And he's like, well, where are your meds, bud? And he's like, they're on the cart. And you're like, he like, turns and it's, like, sinking into, like, like the, the one of the, like, the golf lakes. And he's like, well, I guess you're gonna die. And he keeps on walking.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it It's very, um... Very callous, but also like it feels like a George Carlin sketch, but yeah. with without the like consistency, right? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, golf golf sucks. Yeah. People who golf are fuckers. Yeah. And if somebody was, was golfing and they started dying, I wouldn't save them. Yeah. So so then he he climbs <laughs> he climbs a, a fence,
1: gets on the other side, and proceeds to berate the first person he sees. Uh, because they put barbed wire on their fence, <laughs> right? um And then he's like flipping out at them, and then he finds out that they're not actually like the homeowners, and they're just like they're just keeping the home, and it's like a plastic surgeon's house. So um at this point, where I couldn't keep track of the movie because people were, people not May or I were being talking
0: in the in the room, but uh, and
1: just causing and just
0: causing giant interruptions anyway Don't touch the i'm sorry it's okay
1: i i see him causing giant interruptions
0: it's it's it is um. as, as it happens but the the point being that like they're at the very end like people started causing a big hubbub but uh, which was very frustrating but we yet yet we still yet we persevered we persevered yeah we we had subtitles on so that, that helped I just I just missed missed
1: his diatribe during this portion of the movie. I'm assuming it's about how the rich screw over the poor. Probably. Um and then he goes and then at this moment he's finally closing in on his family. The cops are finally closing in on him. Um, yeah.
0: And so uh things are beginning to uh to wrap up it's a, yeah. for defense.
1: So he uh um he he finds his family. He kind of holds them at gunpoint almost, <laughs> um, and he's trying to celebrate his daughter's birthday with yeah. her, even though she is terrified of him because he has a gun. Um, and his wife is like, just his wife is like, just fucking leave. Like we don't want you here. Like get out of here. And he's like, no. You know, you know, you know. The script says that you have to love me because I am the man. Yeah. And she's like. She's like, leave. Uh, in this moment, the cop shows up, and the cop reveals that he's been similarly radicalized as defense. Yeah, he he has a very similar train of thought as defense, but where 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 defense decides to declare war on society, the cop is like, I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna do what I want to do. Yeah, like, I'm just gonna make the change in my life that that will that that will make me happy so and so then the the defense is like wait am i the bad guy <laughs> are we the baddies yeah well uh, like he literally is like wait 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 am i the bad guy and the cop immediately was like yes like no hesitations immediately yes you're the bad guy and he's like oh huh. but huh and he like takes a second it's like think about his actions at the course of the movie realizes that 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 like that he is not the the crusade the righteous crusader like carrying out a holy war against a corrupt society he's the corruption like he's he's why society's fucked up right and so he's like well oh shit i need another script like it's like my ego has been stripped away i need a script Right, and the cop, and then he's like, "Oh, well, I guess I'm the bad guy." So he's like, "All right, here's the deal, bud. Like, I'm gonna draw on three. And the cop's like, "Well, no, don't, don't, don't do that. You don't have to." He's like, "Yeah." Well, I got two choices. Either you take me in and I spend the rest of my life behind bars, or, like, you shoot me, and 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 like my daughter gets gets or it's like my daughter gets my life insurance. So the cops like. Don't do this. And so he's like one. He's like one, two, three. And he reaches in his pocket. So the cop shoots him in the chest, and then he pulls out a water gun
0: <laughs> right. that his
1: daughter was playing with earlier.
0: This is very Joker twenty. 20- <laughs> and he like
1: squirts it at him, and he's like, "I would have gotten you." And then falls over the pier that he was standing on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and that's the end of defense. Yeah. And, and and with that, it's time for ads. Wait, is it
0: really? Wow! Hi, welcome to the library. What do you want to check out today? Oh, do you? Uh, uh I I've been hearing about this,
1: this this book called a, uh, uh, hashtag I hunt. It's uh, a book, not an app. Uh, well, it's 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 an RPG about an app.
0: Oh, okay, it's an RPG about an app. Okay, yeah. Let me let me just check here.
1: That's right. While while she's checking, I do dream of a future where libraries carry tabletop RPG books.
0: It seems we do have a copy of that. Is it the one that is uh, about fighting monsters in the gig economy? Absolutely. Oh, that's really interesting. Where can they? So this is this is uh this is this is cool. I like this. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh,
1: while I'm while while I'm here and getting that. Um, d where's that, where's
0: that, where's that really kick-ass poster from? Oh, that poster, uh, I actually have that in an art book here, it's an Etsy store called Ambient Dream Studios, uh, they've got a lot of different psychedelic art, you can kind of look at it while you're tripping, uh-huh, and it makes you trip makes out. You Trip. yeah, you go wild, wildin' out, wildin' out, what, what's this book? Uh, this is, uh, hold on. Oh, you don't want this. This is this is Patreon.com/excrement. This is basically where you go to donate to uh, to the podcast. You can donate a dollar or more. We even are taking new sponsors for summer, uh, and you can sponsor the podcast and help us keep the uh, p- keep the old lights on, even though you can't see any lights. Yeah. Uh, keep the microphones on. Yeah. Even though they're very very low energy to power. They don't need to know that. They don't need to know that. No, you're right. Um. Well, thank you for coming to the library. Do you want a library card? Absa fruit and root and, toot and lee Okay, little girl, sign right here. Oh, 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 okay. And we're back to the podcast. I'm still May. I'm still I'm still Neo. Yeah, how was that P? Uh, it was a great P. Ah, uh, fantastic! Uh, I Nine out of that. ten. 10 <laughs> No, okay. There, something went wrong, I guess. Um, Nothing went wrong. You know, it's just not every piece is 10 out of 10. That's fair. Um all right. Well, so we need to begin discussing this film in in its intricacies uh and develop some takes. Do you have any takes? Um let's see. I think I think it's not
1: much of a take, but I think I think this movie is does a good job of 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 starting you out at a place where everyone everyone kind of can empathize with like at the start of the movie when he's when when at least and at least i really empathize with this scene because i have like really bad adhd right which is like sometimes like when i'm at like an arcade or when i'm in a room where there's like four things going on i will like pop like it's 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 very frustrating and how this scene shot where he's just like jumping from thing to 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 thing and then back the start and there's just all these things wanting his attention and he's trying to focus on everything and it's driving him insane like i it's like that is something that that is a vibe i very deeply connect with and so like the start of this movie was like whoa it gets me and then the moment of like of like all right i'm going home And, like, just, just like, standing up and leaving the situation is also very, uh,
0: uh, it's just something I'll do. I he's like, all right, I'm done. And I'll get up and walk out. Well, Um, it's weird because, like, this is so not the traditional school shooter, uh, narrative. But, also, this is probably closer to the way that they view it than anything. Where, like, you know, they're at the end, they're killing all these children, or some shit, and then they're like debating killing themselves, and they're like, well, at least I did the right thing. Yeah. At you know least what I mean? Stood up at for least my I principles. was the hero. You know what I mean? So it's like they see themselves the hero in this, and I think that's almost the most haunting aspect of it. And I feel like that's something that the movie really, really uh, gets down to. I think, I think Joel Schumacher has like firm or had like firm opinions on that being the thing that's dangerous. It's like in the United States, it's not that gun violence in specific is like, uh, more encouraged or something. Uh, it's not like, you know, hunting and shit like that there's a lot of variables that go into like the gun situation but the reality of it the thing that really fucks up our country is everyone's tendency to think that they're a a superhero and b the main character so they think that they're the main character and they're a superhero and then they think oh well if i buy a gun it's fine because when i buy a gun i'm only doing things that are righteous with it it's when a minority buys a gun. That there's a problem. You know what I mean. And I'm right. not saying this movie is not about buying guns. My point is this movie is painting a situation whereby a guy just like happens upon some guns and decides, you know, I can just say fuck my life and just destroy everything if I really want well, but to. But I don't.
1: But I don't think he's trying to say fuck his life because he's never like he's never he doesn't realize that that the the end of the road is death right. until the very end. He is like like he he's like I'm doing the right thing and and i'm going to fix society. Yeah. So and so and so i think it's a it's a movie about about someone has just an absolute like meltdown and instead of doing like the normal thing where you go and like you know binge eat or something like you know you know cope and cope in any way any way people cope with with this shit he's like all right well i'm going to take out every minor grievance i have against society on a minority. Yeah. And and now I'm going to I'm gonna do it in such a way where I think I, I am still righteous and protecting them.
0: Right. Well and ultimately this is a guy that that was working at you know, I mean his, it's in his name, Defense. Like he he sees himself as being a defense worker for the United States. He's yeah. protecting our society with his day to day duties. Right. And so when he goes into McDonald's and has a petty interaction, he sees himself as A defensive person. Yeah. So, he's defending against the aggressors at McDonald's. Well, I wouldn't need to do this if you didn't have a bullshit policy. Yeah, and he just literally... Why are you making me do this? He literally can't see the elements of, like, class at play and things like that. He can't see the, the, uh, like, order in, in, like, microcosm. So, he, he sees, like, the McDonald's employees as, like, more powerful than him and threats. And the reality is, is he's the most powerful person in that situation, and just because he can't get breakfast doesn't mean that he, like, doesn't have power. He can get whatever the fuck he wants. It's an arrangement of the same food in different, like, (laughs) patterns. Right. And and these, like, lower-class minimum-wage workers are not in any way uh, infringing on his rights. No. Well, and it's like like the whole thing when he
1: flips out at the Korean guy for inflation, the green guy doesn't fucking control inflation. He can't arbitrarily say yes, we're going back to nineteen sixties prices, right? Because he doesn't control that.
0: Yeah, I and mean, so in, like very literally, uh, inflation is not his fault. No, like
1: there's like inflation's a big old complicated thing, but but the people like the 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 middle class and the upper middle class and the and the 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 one percent of society are the ones who are most directly impacting inflation.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like and so he is so he is more culpable for for the rising inflation than this dude who just owns a fucking corner store. Yeah. Like and so it's like, you know, every 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 Karen moment he has, like every time he takes a stand against society, he doesn't realize like 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 his his initial gripes are fair like it's like yes inflation yeah. is bullshit the fact that I have to pay more money for the same thing when I'm not getting a raise is bullshit but instead of instead of looking at the cause instead of seeing instead of instead of actually really looking at wait why why aren't my wages increasing proportional to inflation
0: yeah
1: he is. He He's looking at the person who is also affected by inflation and it's saying, as if he fuck can, you.
0: It's as if he can only see the things that are directly, literally right in front of his face. Right. Like, just directly right in front of his face. Like, he can't understand the concept of systemic issues, which is bizarre because, like... You, you would think that someone who considered the, considers himself a government employee, like a, a defense worker or some shit like that, you would think that that person, without any doubt whatsoever, would know a thing or two about how well, government systems work to influence like a microcosm of society. And his bit is that people aren't polite anymore, and yeah. that's the problem. People don't suck white people's dicks anymore. Right. And his like mental image of society is one where everybody sucks white white guys dicks all the time and give him whatever he wants and roll the red fucking carpet out for him no matter what he wants. So his like big, I'm going to storm off tantrum in the middle of traffic, you know, is just like, first off, he's inconveniencing the people around him because he's just leaving his fucking vehicle. And then, uh, and he just expects somebody will take care of it for him. And that person's presumably a lower class worker or Mm -hmm. minority. Uh, great. And then like he he just is like, yeah, I'm just gonna go walking and and all the cause all these problems, but in his brain he isn't causing problems. He's just carrying out. Right. And his version of carrying out is being like, Why is everybody not sucking my dick? I'm a white guy. Right. I should be able to get whatever I want in this society. Well And it's literally like he's so it's he 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 simultaneously thinks that his life is shit and garbage and he's also so privileged that he can't almost to his own frustration see how society works around and without him and so he struggles to find like a motivation even right. like his motivation is so entirely selfless, or like selfish that he can't conceptualize the idea of a selfless motive
1: right well in like he there's this like there's this like comparison where it's like every single Cause the wasps pick up or white Anglo Saxon yeah, uh, Protestants. Every fucking cause they ever decide to take as a voting block and as like a as a as an ethnic block is rooted in ignorance. It's
0: rooted in like what the. Fuck? fuck do you know about this shit? It's very Trump-like, this whole thing, because, like, right, right. The, the idea is, like, I'm just a guy, I'm just a white guy who thinks everybody should go back to the time when everybody was sucking white people's dicks. Right. And then the Nazis come out and go, this is what we've been fucking saying for decades. And it's like, I'm not a Nazi! <laughs> and then they're like, whoa, 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 I'm not a Nazi. I just think that we should go back to the time when everybody sucked white people's dicks all the time. I just think
1: segregation was great and stealing from everyone who wasn't white
0: to prop up wasps was really cool but I'm not a Nazi yeah exactly so and and it's very much like that scene with the Nazi right is so 2020 uh, white guy politics where they're just like they'll say something that's Nazi like they'll do something that's Nazi like and then the second a Nazi shows up in their mentions to be like are you one of us they'll be like no and it's it's like, yes, you are. You're the most useful to Nazis. Yeah. Because you're out here obfuscating the fact that you're a Nazi without saying it because you're too ignorant to acknowledge that the views you hold are, are white nationalist views. Jordan Peterson, not, not yeah. JPEG. Yeah. And well, and, and so then it ends up with this situation where people are playing it, going, well, is this intentional or is this not intentional? Are people like this? Are they not? You know, yeah. Is this person a Nazi in disguise? Like, are they lying? Or do they are they ignorant? Do they just not? know Uh and i think a lot of it has to do with this main character thing where they're just like uh i mean whatever i do is justified because it's me and whenever i'm doing it it's fine and so i'm an individualist i don't see i i don't fuck with this collectivist bullshit i don't fuck with these other people on the planet uh sharing life with me the universe staring back at me kind of bullshit i'm more all about like you know, getting exactly what I want in as an individual, being left the fuck alone, and being able to say and do whatever I want without any consequences at well, all.
1: But like American individualism this isn't even fucking individualism. It's 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 hyper
0: individualism. It, it's
1: it's not even it's that.
0: Specificism. It's specificism.
1: It's, it's 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 I want to be in a group. <laughs> That's a word. And I want I want to be like the alpha. Like I want I want everyone in the group to give me their shit. I want to exploit. Every everything i, I can an, i
0: will be accepting a share from well yeah and it's like and so, it, it and, comes across like white people generally want immigrants and minorities and the lower class and shit like that to pay some kind of weird tax to them right for letting them live on their little right. rock so so and it's like, like this is not white people's rock yeah well and so
1: and so it's it's literally not individualistic it's 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 they just want like an exploitative system, like a racial-based exploitative system, or exactly. a or a class-based exploitative system, where and so it's you know it's so I don't think it's even fair to call it individualism because it's like you know look at fucking Finland, right? You know they're individualists, but they're 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 the kind of individuals who are like. If I'm within ten feet of someone else, I'm going to kill myself. You know, yeah. it's like it's like if if someone steps within ten feet of me, I'm it, it has ruined my day. It's not
0: rugged individualism. It's it's rugged entitlement. Yeah, it's like I deserve the shit out of this. Why are you treating me like I don't? Why Fuck aren't you? you sacrificing so I your don't autonomy have to for me? Yeah, my autonomy is the only autonomy that matters. Well, you know, like abortion.
1: It's like I want to feel good. So you can't have rights. Right, exactly. I don't gain anything from this other than then being able to be smug and you get shackled with poverty.
0: Right, you know, exactly.
1: It's like you know, and you know the whole you know, it's it's Trump's literal whole bit. We're going to we're gonna do the racism and make the minorities pay for it.
0: Right. It's like but we're geez. going to Christ. we're gonna tax the minorities for yeah. letting we're letting them live on our rock and and that that mentality is basically like a goalpost shift away from like this is stolen land taken over the course of hundreds of years molded by bad politics molded by like you know bad actors we've had like 10 presidents in a row of bad actors at this point uh, who like we're pretty much engaging the government in bad faith, like from the start, like yeah. either trying to obtain some sort of financial. So the people looking to Trump, right? We're looking at him going, okay, well, here's a guy that's n- that has no desire for financial gain. He's already wealthy. He's already in charge. He doesn't need to be president. He's choosing to do so. And then the left is seeing it as like, oh, this is just a narcissistic, vain thing. He's just like stroking his ego. He's but-
1: also broken and needs. to... To, needs to steal every every possible dime he can from right. the coffers.
0: Well, yeah, and that's the thing is like he's a bad actor, but um, his performance is different than the ones that they were used to. The performance we're used to is the weird Reagan model, where it's like I am, you know, I am above everybody else, but also I make petty decisions uh, that fuck up everyone's life. I
1: am Ronald Reagan, and I will destroy the poor where's my jelly bean
0: yeah well and like and so trump trump's model was just like i'm not gonna do that instead i'm gonna pretend that i'm the hero Mm. and i'm gonna say exactly what every dumb white middle class like uh cishet guy is saying about how society needs to suck their dicks and then uh basically enough people will support that populist idea that they'll never investigate the fact that it's ultimately white nationalist. And every right. time a white nationalist comes out and supports me, I'll be like, I don't know the person. Uh, well, I they're don't, probably a pretty good dude, right? They're probably a fine dude, but I don't support their politics. And, uh, and basically what that's saying is like, I agree with you, but I can't say it. Yeah. And so my point here is just that like, the one assumption that this movie makes that I think is incorrect is that um, these like bad actors are not doing this somewhat intentionally right. because the question is, are they doing it out of ignorance or intentionality? And I think they do intend to take society back for the whites. Right. I think even falling down, I think that is the thesis statement of his character Mm -hmm. without him being able to consciously perceive it he wants to take society back for the whites from from the scripts that have been holding them back but he doesn't blame the right people yeah and he doesn't have a conceptualization of blaming the right people he only blames the wrong people he only knows how to blame the wrong people yeah so, um, he doesn't... It's it's almost blameless. He He's walking around going, okay, well, clearly, on a microcosm, this Asian guy who's running a convenience store is charging 15 cents more for a can of whatever. Uh, clearly, this is the source. Mm-hmm. And not himself. Right. And I think that's kind of the weird thing at the end, right? Where he's like, am I the bad guy? I think... I think in a lot of weird ways, this is talking um, about pol- like political war and and like America's mentality interacting with the world. Right. You know what I mean? And and it's almost like it's almost like a satire of the way that American white society has dealt with minorities around the world. Mm -hmm. You know, they view themselves as defense and then they go around policing the world. Right. For minor things so that they can basically take things from them. Right. But this movie makes the somewhat odd assumption that this is in no way intentional. And it's just kind of like an accident of happenstance Mm -hmm. where it's, I'm not necessarily saying they have a plan, but I am saying that they are schemers. Right. And they, I don't, while they might not know what they want, they know what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think if there's anything about this that I think is a little bit immature, it's just that uh, it, it makes the assumption that uh, defense does not know what he wants. Right. And I think he does. I think he would. I think if this were being made today, he would. And so any, any dad out there that's going, yeah, fuck. The way that society is organized, I love falling down because it's a movie about a guy who doesn't take it anymore, is not realizing that it's it's a it's about (laughs) it's about the failure of one's own like desire to fulfill an unfulfillable script in a society that has failed them. Mm -hmm. And they want to defend the society from the people that they see are challenging the society, not realizing that the society itself is the thing that's holding them back and everyone is oppressed by it. Right. And so the whole, am I the villain thing is just like, yeah, but like not even right. Mm -hmm. You're just an idiot. You're a useful idiot. The villain is the thing that's holding all of us back that you refuse to acknowledge or think about because you want to be petty and entitled about all this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, real quick, I'm gonna backtrack. Okay. did Did, did you hear that thing where uh, L- Lauren Bobert, Bobert, whatever her fucking name is, it's like a megachurch, mm-hmm. and she was like, she was like, all these Twitter liberals keep on being like, how many how many AR-15s did Jesus have? Well, he didn't have enough to keep the government from killing him and it's like do do you not understand like the most important ten, like the most important aspect of of the crucifixion right like do you you know it's like it's like it's like why do christian fascists just not get like the most obvious theme in the bible right like it is the big one. It is, it is like, it's like, if you're going to ignore everything else, you should probably know about the crucifixion. Right. You know, and it's like, it's like, that's just their, that's just how they fucking bumble through the world, where it's like, it's like, the, you know, you know, the core, the key theme of the crucifixion is like, Christ willingly sacrificed himself for the sense of humanity, right? Right. And the conservatives are like, well, if Christ had more guns, he could have shot the Romans and
0: not be crucified. Where it's like, but that's 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 his entire purpose his his whole bit is being like look my body isn't super important it would actually be more worthwhile for me to die on this cross for this particular minor point than it would be for me to like do a big war and fight like that is against my intentions right like, christ
1: can t- like 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 there's there's elements where christ will meet with like jewish zealots who right. do who like who their ideology is like it's like the Messiah is here to like declare war on the Romans. Mm-hmm. And Christ is like, "Nah, fam." Like yeah. like that's not it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like on a, so it's just like it's just I watched that clip and it's like it's like this is just like so all-encompassing. You know, you know this is like this right. is like they can't even bother to like pretend to get like the the single important aspect of the crucifixion and that's like the willingness. Right. Um but yeah it it's it's some some something you said earlier like like reminded me on that and I had to just get it out. Yeah. It was driving me nuts.
0: Well it's just like I mean, but that's the thing, right? Is like the thing they learned from Jesus is that, you know, every every male is a main character. Uh, mm-hmm. And every male must sacrifice himself for something, uh, and that is his script. And then, if he wants to break against that script, then basically he's doing an anti-Christian act. It's like refuse. It's like re- refusing his Protestantism, which is see- seen somewhat evil, but like also it is martyrdom. So it continues to align with like conceptual beliefs, even though in a linearity. Like it doesn't track, it doesn't make any sense, but they can throw out these concepts and words and assume that they mean something and they mean a direction. And so Mm. basically they're just like heading in a direction, uh, knowing that at the end of it lies martyrdom, even though they don't, really know what or why they're martyring themselves so they're just like any opportunity uh you know it's funny there's this movie called hot tub time machine Mm -hmm. it's really stupid but uh crispin glover is in it and he plays this guy who lost his hand and they go back in time and he's got his hand back so they're like any second now he's gonna lose his hand and it's gonna be really gnarly let's watch and so they're always watching him, waiting for him to lose his hand. And he keeps ending up in these situations where he almost does it. It could have happened. But then he keeps moving on. And they are always like, oh, damn it. We wanted right. to see it happen. And then eventually it does happen. And it's really lame. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but the point is, it's like that—that that is the weird male martyrdom. Mm-hmm. It is going, I know at the end of this, I have to die for something. So I better start thinking about what that thing's going to be now so I can just go ahead and get ready to die for it. Uh, and and like constantly waiting, is this the thing? Is this the thing? Is it a girl? Is it politics? Is it, you know, white, right-wing genocide? Like, right. what is it going to be mm-hmm. that I'm going to choose to implode my life with? And it's just like, why don't we just fix society and try to live better lives? Right but that's not that's never the thing it's always an explosion of violence in a stupid direction and i mm-hmm. think falling down is l- like very literally about that explosion of violence in a stupid direction as done by men uh in a in a sad way because the script has failed them but in an aggressively angry way because literally he's just being a bad actor and uh playing the role of conservative politician without actually like saying that right um and like i feel like joel schumacher's perspective uh because he is dead and this movie is very old is a bit dated uh to our current modern issue but i do think that in a weird way while every sigma male dad in the world thinks that this movie is fantastic and agrees with them i think it actually really doesn't and is almost satirizing their viewpoint, right? Well, I think I think it is. I think it is definitely satirizing their viewpoint. Like I think the
1: movie is fundamentally mocking the people who empathize with defense, mm-hmm. um, and and I think that like it, it's 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 like with more so than any other Sigma Male movie. I think that this movie hates hates defense and hates people who agree with them but everyone who watches this movie are people who watch it because they really ideologically agree with defense. Mhm. But but the whole point of the movie, the entire movie is explaining why he's fucking stupid. Yeah. Why he's just an absolute idiot who 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 ruins his life and other people's lives well, for and, no fucking reason.
0: And as much as he thinks that nothing's working out for him, everything has a weird tendency to work out just fine for him. Yeah, and it's almost like it's almost like his life was never actually all that bad. Right. Well, and it's like he gets laid off. So, but instead of like getting trying to job. find another job, he pretends
1: to keep his old job until he pops. Yeah. Right. Like, and you know, you know, you know, instead of. Instead of acknowledging how he was abusive to his wife and kids, and like trying to be a better person, and even like instead of trying to to reignite that relationship from from the grounds of like, hey, I want to recognize what I did wrong, well, I'm yeah, trying am, to do better, I'm trying to do better, he's he's just doubling down on it. He's like, no, yeah. this is my script, this is who I am, and I will, you know, it's like, I will if if. If, you know, if if they won't love me, they will fear me into accepting the script.
0: And and um, I think that's the thing, right? It's for conservatives. Love means fear. Yeah. Well. Well. I don't get it.
1: I I need to actually sit down and watch it, but I've been watching on TikTok like clips from the Boys, like season three, and one of the key themes is like homelander who's you know the conservative right of course like fascist like his whole bent in season three is he's hit the point of like like you can love me or you can fear me you choose right but if you don't love me i am going to ruin the world right and so it's this whole like well shit like you know you know if you don't if you don't treat these like cishet conservative dudes with fucking kitty gloves they are just going to go shoot up a fucking school
0: right and, and I, it's, the, it's the threat. It's, they all benefit from it, right? Yeah. Is Every time there's one of those school shootings, people think that it makes us more scared and more uh, as a society. But the reality is it's, it's vindicating a certain part of the population so that we are always terrified of that part of the population and we never treat them, even a modicum um, of non-dick-sucking. Like, because if we're worried that if we stop sucking the dick, they will shoot us. Right. And, and as much as they will say all day long, they don't agree with that stuff. They don't see it as like a a good thing. You can distance yourself from it, but if you benefit from it, you benefit from it. And the reality is a lot of uh, wasps in the country over the age of 50, really, really super benefit from school shootings right um because we're afraid of them yeah and white kids right young angry white kids incels we're afraid of them we're afraid of them yeah so they win and they'll all be like oh yeah fuck that shit i can't tell you how many leftist dudes i've dated who are like yeah i don't agree with that shit but they do benefit from it right because they are white guys who without realizing it Make open threats constantly. Well, and they'll relish in it. And they'll relish in it. Exactly. They relish in it, and they will never acknowledge that they're relishing in it in that very moment. Right. So uh, it's like we're, literally we're, what my next book's about. We're, we're
1: not on a crusade against cishet white dudes, but what we are saying we're is we're
0: trying to say that there is a fear there if that c- has developed.
1: If you're cis head white dude and you and you make people fear you because it makes your life easier. Go fuck
0: yourself. Yeah, that's a very American tendency. Try really hard not to do that. Yeah. And with that, is this movie some bullshit or is this some gold? What do you well, think? Well, I, I want to hear you first. Yeah, <laughs> I think you mostly want me to. I don't like this movie. You don't. <coughs> put it in no, the shit pile. Um, I'm. I'm gonna put it in the shit pile because, I feel like, um. I feel like this movie, while attempting to hit its mark, has the satire problem where just about anybody who doesn't understand any of the like underlying issues would either A, see this movie as an, a, a threat, like it comes across like a movie that's endorsing hurting minorities, even though it might be a satire, and it also comes across... As like a movie that is endorsing his worldview, even though it is criticizing his worldview. And I'm not necessarily saying that you should blame the movie for the way that people have bad media literacy towards it. But I am saying that acknowledging its purpose and ideas, um, I I think that this movie has probably been more damaging than it's done Mm -hmm. good. And while I think that a movie like this probably should exist with its same level of intense nuance, I think it needs to be a bit more aggressive about what it's actually trying to say. And while I love that Joel Schumacher is like a gay man who's unafraid to make the movie where he says the thing, I like that. I like that he is like a a daring and brave filmmaker. Um, But he also worked in the Hollywood system uh, pretty intensely and did a lot of weird hollywood intense shit and i don't think that he was necessarily in touch with the way that things absolutely actually are right and because of that i think his film um stumbles Mm -hmm. at doing things that it probably um should do more on its face directly Right. So I'm not, I, I hate the, I hate that our podcast is the whole bit is that we don't have any nuance because this is the moment where I'd say, eh, it's okay. Yeah. But, uh, I guess I got to put in the shit pile because really when it comes down to it, most of the movies that I've put in the gold pile are movies that I love and endorse wholeheartedly. And like, as much as I don't like to be like, I don't want to canonize this thing, but like, in my opinion, if I never saw Falling Down again for the remainder of my life, I don't think I would miss it. So I'm going to put it in the shit pile. Well, I'm gonna put it in the gold pile. <laughs> okay, because I think that, like, why I, I don't,
1: you know, falling back on like nuance thing, I don't think it's a perfect movie. Like, I, I sure feel like it's like all your complaints are still very valid.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: but I, but I think that if you, if if people if, if you can't have this movie because of media literacy, like, what the fuck can you have? You know, it is like I feel like this movie is so heavy-handedly like it's like defense is an absolute idiot and he is wrong and 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 he is he is he is literally like what's wrong stumbling through his life with 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 society like he is he is the cancer he's seeking to eradicate yeah um if it's like it is so heavy handed and if you can't understand it i don't know how to help you (laughs) like i don't maybe just stop watching movies maybe just like duct tape your mouth shut in in uh in dragon age Bear with me on this. Okay. Uh, there's this one race, and, and in Dragon Age, like, everyone, mages are problems for everyone, and everyone has to figure out how to cope with mages being able to, like, or, like, mages will sometimes just turn into a giant demon uh, because they had a bad nightmare uh-huh. uh, and, and just and weren't able to stop that from happening. So everyone has to figure out how to, like, keep their mages in check so that, so that like, cities don't just explode randomly. Yeah. Uh, and one of the races does that by sewing their mages' mouth shut, so they can't do anything. Yeah. So it's like it's like if you if I don't know I I feel like if if you watch defense and you're like this is a movie about how 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 white men need to go in a crusade against society. Maybe just sew your mouth shut.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's not. Maybe, maybe <laughs> this whole living thing. Maybe this. You know I don't tell
1: anyone to kill themselves, but maybe just. Like, stop talking. Maybe just, you know, don't Detach tell yourself
0: it. from uh, any public society in a yeah. way that you might damage people's lives. That would be probably smart. Um, yeah. Maybe just, Maybe just. I don't know. Probably, I, probably one, don't have kids either. Once again, I find myself uh, going, anybody who watches this movie and goes, yeah, I agree. Fucking scary psychopath. Yeah. Uh, same with American Psycho. Anybody who watches this movie and goes, yeah, fuck women. Wow. I agree. That's, fuck that guy.
1: That's literally
0: me yeah exactly like, uh, and, and i please, find please don't talk to me as we continue this by the end of this every time we do this the li- the reason people like it is the wow that's literally me and wow, the fact I... that people feel that way about this like dumbass shooter is really stupid uh the people feeling that way about this rich asshole murderer really stupid and it's going to continue that way into the foreseeable future. Wow. I
1: wish people were absolutely
0: terrified by me because I throw temper tantrums. Exactly. It's it, And there's so much of that in all of these movies where it's all... It, they have a tendency on their face to be about men who react with anger uh, when they're f- afraid to scare other people. And it works. And this villain... Like this... Uh, vilifies a part in a lot of men where they're just like, oh, cool, I can do that. I can scare other people simply by being a powerful man. Right. I didn't know that. When all and of... then it teaches them that, and then they do that for the remainder of their When life. all
1: of these movies are like, hey, here's a tendency, don't do it.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. And so it's frustrating because like, I think one of the things I'd like to find out in this podcast is where that line is. How do we criticize the thing without telling people that this is what we want um, right. the world to look like? Uh, and so I guess we're going to think about that as we go. Yeah. I've been May Leeds. Oh, real quick.
1: We need, a, we need, we need to think of a question. We did that for like two episodes. A question? A question.
0: Well, I think the question is what I just asked, oh, which okay. is like, how do you make a movie where you criticize, or how do you tell a story even, where you criticize this particular viewpoint without incidentally making people think that you're agreeing with them by proxy of being so very close to their views right well see you have a smart question i was gonna have a dumb shit ass question oh what's your dumb shit ass question i
1: don't know but we'll, we'll we'll stick
0: with your intelligent question does it does pee is stored in the balls uh is that the question
1: no i don't i don't I, I,
0: I, I don't P have one stored on deck. in the balls
1: all the ones I'm, I'm pulling up are, are dumb and bad, even for a dumb bad bit. Okay. So, we'll see you next
0: week. Yeah. Just uh, let us know in the comment section if pee is stored in the balls. I'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.